morning, good afternoon, and good evening for our listeners joining us today. I'm Will Heisenberg, and this is Sometimes Baseball. I am joined by Carrie Jarvie. <laughs> How you doing, Carrie? I like it. This is Sink's version. I am yes. doing it. It's a, it's a rainy weekend, but it's a good weekend to make some soup and watch some football. So that's that's my Sunday. There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's definitely a lazy Sunday. But tonight is the start of the American League Championship Series. So very excited for that. I'm very pumped. I cannot wait to, to turn this on tonight. It's, uh, it's going to be a good series. It's uh, not the teams that – well – I expected the Rays to be here. The the Astros. It's kind of a surprise. Not not really what I expected uh, going into this. But yeah, David and I were talking on the last one of just about like the Astros. They just know what to do in the playoffs. It's they kind of just know what to do. It's it's uh, interesting, but um, they're still there. <laughs> they're still here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So this will be a short episode, as you can probably tell when you clicked on the episode uh, for all you listeners out there. But yeah, co-host Carrie Jarvie and I are pretty much going to give a little bit of breakdown of uh, what the division series really looked like for all, all four of those. And then just give our thoughts on what we're really going to be seeing here uh, over this next week. All right, let's start with uh, those Astros and the Oakland Athletics. What did you really think of that? That one went four, and obviously Oakland lost that. They did. It was uh, – Oakland just didn't manage to generate a lot of offense. There's some offense. Um, and, and just a general note about the whole playoffs is it's been a lot of home runs. I saw a stat uh, going into Friday, going into the last game, that it was like, you know, 21 to 25 runs scored – had been the home run. So it's like almost all home runs. And I wasn't sure if that was just the Yankees race series, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But still, it's it's the point remains that it's a lot of home runs. Uh, that's how, how things are happening uh, in these playoffs. And Oakland got in a hole early, and, you know, it, it was going to be a lot to come back from from a 2-0 deficit. Yeah, and it just they didn't, they didn't muster a lot of offense, which is not really their style. Uh, they more rely on pitching, so... Yeah, I, I guess the the Astros their their bats just started to get hot at the right time. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> these guys smashed a lot of homers um, in the Oakland's win. They they hit five of them, <laughs> which is bananas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, other than that, like it really just the Astros their hitters showed up. Correa had a huge series. I think he hit three mm-hmm. homers, like seven RBIs or something. Uh, Springer hit two homers in game two. And, yeah, like, th- these guys really just showed up. They took advantage of every single one of Oakland's mistakes, and that was really what it, what it, what it came down to. Yeah, and that's kind of the, the story of these Astros is, um, I mean, name, name any two players in this lineup, and you wouldn't be surprised if they got white hot and, and yeah. carried the team through a series, right? They're, they're still the same dangerous Astros they were last season. Their record didn't reflect it in the regular season, but uh, as, as we have seen, uh, they just need to get hot, and that's all it takes, so... Yeah, yep. It's all it really takes. Uh, lo- now looking at the, on the NL side of things, we'll save the best for last. Marlins Braves. Uh, this one uh, was it felt very decidedly so in favor of the Braves. They kind of just mm-hmm. destroyed the Marlins. It, like they shut them out twice to end the series. It, yeah. What, what were your thoughts on that? Just looking at some of the highlights or watching the games. I actually got to watch a good chunk of these games because oh, it's nice. 11 a.m. Pacific time. So I just, I put them on, you know, during lunchtime and found some meaningless work to do in the afternoon so I can still be watching. But yeah, it's, it's 
the Marlins were always kind of a long shot that they made the playoffs in the first place. It was, it was kind of exciting that they made it here. They, they got there on the, on the backs of uh, Sandy Alcantara and then um, some surprise offensive performance. And uh, it just wasn't enough going against the Braves. They, they have too much in Acuna and Freeman to, to carry them, you know, any, anywhere. Um, and the Braves haven't had enough pitching to stay competitive against the Marlins offense. Uh, and the Marlins really just, only had the one good performance by Sandy Alcantara. It wasn't that great of a performance either. I mean, he, he gave up, what was it, three or four runs. You could see Don Mattingly doing some stuff to try and, like, stretch the length of his starting pitchers, which was interesting. I yeah. think it's uh, one of the weird things of this postseason is the the no off days. Um, so uh, Mattingly choosing to let his starters go a little bit long, trying to preserve the bullpen as long as possible. Uh, just kind of a, a weird quirk of this particular offseason that there were no off days, so he was uh, not quick to go to his bullpen, and it just it wasn't enough to hold together, uh, hold back the Atlanta offense. So, yeah, uh, yeah. First and foremost, yeah, the the Atlanta bullpen they really shut down uh, mm-hmm. the Marlins. They gave up a one run in all the series, <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, it really. And never felt close just because they came in throwing strikes and just got these guys off. But something you really touched on that that we've been seeing is how the bullpen is being managed with these zero off days. Liam Hendricks for the Oakland Athletics went three innings <laughs> the day after throwing against Houston. It's, hey, our best guys are going to be pitching in these games. Like, I, we, we don't care. Like, we're just going to leave him in there until the game mm-hmm. is over because, like, we'll figure it out tomorrow with what we got. But today we are up by two. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird, you know. We'll take, take the win you can get. If tomorrow's a blowout, then tomorrow's the blowout and we let our, our relievers rest if that's how it has to be. But uh, use them now. Use the best while you got them. Try and win this game today. I, I think that's definitely the way to go in these in the playoffs. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Braves look scary going into the NL championship round, but they're going to be going up against another scary team in the Los Angeles Dodgers. What did you think of that division series against the Padres? Oh, my goodness. You know, I've been hyping up the Padres. I loved them. I hadn't really watched a lot of Dodgers games, to be honest. I, I saw their record, but I mostly watched uh, Padres games, which is why I was so high up on them. Those Dodgers are scary. It is so scary to see anybody go up against them. Dustin May pitched in relief and then turned around a couple days later and threw another spectacular start. It is just, they're a monster, the the Los Angeles Dodgers. It is, they're scary. And then they added Mookie Betts, right? I I mean, this is like, it's just, it's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, I I really, I am, it, it just shows how much of a big brother they are in that National League West division. It's like, that's why they've won eight consecutive division titles. Like, it's, Mm -hmm. they just dismantle their competition. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, unfortunately, they haven't had the success they're looking for in the playoffs. But, yeah, I really thought if there was a team to beat them, it would have to be in the division series against those Padres. Mm -hmm. And it it wasn't close. I I mean, the Padres could have won game two. Bases loaded at the end of it there, but it just, I don't know, man. Yeah, and the Padres really 
suffered from losing to Nelson Lamette and uh, Mike Clevenger only being able to pitch a couple innings in the entire series. That was like their two best starting pitchers. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. two best pitchers on their entire staff. And you expect, you know, between those two guys, at least, you know, 16 to 24 innings of solid pitching. And it just, they didn't have it. And that that's enough. I mean, the, the writing was pretty much on the wall there. Interesting, this factoid, there, were there two or three players who made their MLB debut <laughs> during during this round of the playoffs? I, I saw, I forget his first Ryan name. Ryan Weathers for the Padres. Ryan Weathers for the Padres. Oh my goodness. He is like 19-year-old kid, <laughs> and his promotion to the major leagues is to have to face off against the Dodgers in game one of the division series. I don't know if he wet his pants uh, before, during, or after that game. Uh, I certainly might have if I had to face that Dodgers offense in my MLB debut. But he like, looked confident up there. He uh, he kind of looked confident. I I don't know. Maybe it was a show. I he seemed pretty nervous to me. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's an article on the Athletic uh, by Ken Rosenthal talking about his uh, debut. If any of our listeners out there are interested and want to read about that. But yeah, it was uh, interesting. And but yeah, uh, that that series was awesome. Cody Bellinger robbing the home run was fantastic. I've never seen a pitcher throw their hat other than the end of a World Series title, uh, not in the seventh inning. Uh, <laughs> but I, I loved it. I loved it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dodgers. They're they're dangerous and exciting and scary all all at the same time. Yes. All right. Now moving on to my favorite series in the entirety. I, I, this this series was amazing. Like I can't think of a more exciting five game series in the last few years. I loved this. Was the one that really kind of stuck out because it had the carryover from the regular season. Yes. The, the Rays taking the division. The Yankees feeling like they right, rightfully deserve it, but. Yeah, it, it was the one series that really felt like it had a uh, carryover drama from from the regular season. And that's kind of something that's missing from these short games with no off days. There's no real chance for storylines to develop. Or mm. um, That's an interesting point. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. And, and so this was the one that felt like, oh, there's already drama here. Like going into, you know, game one, there was already going to be like, is there going to be a fist fight sometime this series? Like, is, is something going to break out here? So it was it was already dripping with excitement, and it totally delivered on that. Yeah. Yes, like the the Yankees came out swinging. They're like they announced their bats with authority. Garrett Cole went deep in the game. You're like, all right, everyone's like, all right, let's go. Like Yankees fans are like hooting and hollering. And the next two game Rays kind of cleaned their uh, act up. Uh, won those. Randy Rosarena just turned into. I don't even know what um, he was getting. Friggin' Babe Ruth uh, comparisons, like <laughs> it was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, Rosarino looks fantastic. I'm I'm sad to have given up as a Cardinals fan. Uh, we traded the Cardinals traded him and Jose Martinez to the Rays for a really high end prospect uh, last off season, but. Uh, yeah, it, it's sad, sad to watch him go. I'm excited to see, you know, uh, a young player really coming out mashing the Yankees. That's always something I can cheer for. So, yeah. yes, yes. All right, now let's get into the best at bat I've ever seen. <laughs> With all the drama mm -hmm. on top of it, uh, Brasso Chapman. Were you watching that live? 
No, no, I miss this. I'm I'm listening with the audience here as you describe this, please. I just, okay, well, it's game five. Uh, in the regular season, the drama you talked about, the carryover, Chapman threw over Brasso's head in the regular season at 101 miles an hour, right? Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm already like, holy cow, this guy, I, did he get suspended for that? Like, that's where my brain's going. I, I don't think so, but... And then Chapman struck out Brasso, and that ended the game in the regular season. And then there were quotes afterwards from uh, <laughs> the Rays manager, Kevin Cash, saying, uh, we got a stable full of guys uh, can throw triple digits, so we're not scared of them. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Boone saying on the other side, like, we're not scared of you guys. <laughs> kind of like this back and forth. Well, that's really what, what that drama you were alluding to. And then Chapman comes into the game in the eighth inning for – the Yankees, and he has to face Brasso. There's one out, um, so Brasso, Chapman was looking for that second out. Mm -hmm. And first pitch, I think it was like 98 on the black in for strike one. Second pitch, uh, like 99 up, Brasso takes this horrific swing at it. (laughs) And then third pitch, Chapman throws like a split finger fastball which he, I've never seen him throw before because I thought he was only a fastball slider. <laughs> it misses all outside by like an inch or two. So it's one, two. Uh, he comes inside with another split finger. So it's two, two. He throws a, a nasty slider uh, that's running in at Brasso's back kneecap that he somehow fouls off. So it's still two, two. Uh, I think he throws a fastball high. So it's three, two. And then <laughs> this is what I knew. Something was amazing was about to happen. He throws another slider. It caught a little bit too much of the plate. And Brasso, he's geared up for 100, you know. And mm-hmm. he turns on it, and he hits it out of Petco Park. Foul. <laughs> like, <laughs> he hit it over the third baseman's head. Or not, not like, uh, the third base dugout and just out of the stadium. He hit it maybe 900 feet. I don't know. He crushed it. <laughs> next pitch fastball right down the middle he fouls it straight back and then this is when I got on the edge of my seat I'm like something's about to happen on this next pitch like he has timed up that fastball Chapman can only throw that fastball because there's no way he's throwing that slider again after leaking another plate his split finger hasn't touched the strike zone yet he's throwing the fastball Brasso's geared up for it and then turns on it home run puts the raise up 2-1 it wasn't I wouldn't call it a revenge at bat I would just call it a one of the best at bats I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> wow. 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 All right. I got to go back and watch highlights. That is, that is incredible. Uh, yeah. That, that was, yeah. You could see it coming. You're like, mm-hmm. something's going to happen here. Like, this is great. <sighs> oh, man. Now, now I'm beating myself up because I saw in the, the box tour that Chapman got the L. He got the loss in game five. And I was like, ooh, something happened there. What, what went wrong? And now we know. Oh, my goodness. That is, that is amazing. But yeah, it, 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 it's just the drama of baseball. You can't get that anywhere else. The mono mano aspect, it, it just delivers year after year in the playoffs. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, fantastic 10-pitch at bat. But yeah, this series was fantastic. And I felt like whatever team came out of this was Maybe going to probably going to win the World Series, but we'll get into that. But let's look at the NLCS and Dodgers Braves. Let's, uh, what are your thoughts on it? And then we'll get predictions. Dodgers Braves, uh, you know, as, as strong as Atlanta is, that Dodgers offense can go toe to toe with them 
And the Dodgers just have so much depth at pitching. Uh, the one kind of squeaky area they might have is Kenley Jansen didn't look too great uh, towards the end of that series, but he's had a whole weekend to rest. You know, maybe, maybe they'll just take it kind of light with him and they have plenty of other fantastic options. So uh, at pitching, uh, it's it's hard to see the Dodgers losing the series. So I'm, I'm taking Dodgers over Braves in five. Yes. And then your MVP pick that you sent me was Mookie Betts for that. <laughs> It is, you know, it's, he is, uh, he's going to be loud and spectacular at some point in this playoff. So it may as well be the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think the spotlight's going to be on this one uh, for sure over this next week. But yeah, I, I like the Kenley Jansen thing. I think D- Dave Roberts has no confidence left in Kenley Jansen. Like the guy, <laughs> he, he, like he took him out of the game with a lead. That's never happened before. I get granted. He didn't look good. Joe Kelly, thankfully, didn't walk in the tying run. But, like, it just – Jansen did not look good at all. No, he didn't He didn't look great. Uh, you know, maybe he could sort it out. It seems like a, he's the kind of guy that you would – in the old school way, uh, you would you would just keep putting him out there. If this were Tony La Russa or um, – uh, who was our – Joe Torrey or – yeah, Joe Torrey, perfect. If this were uh, Dusty Baker, I could see him going old school and saying, "Wow, the closer's the closer, the closer. Uh, he's got to, you know, he's got to blow three games before I don't trust him anymore." And as you said, he's already he's already pulling him. Um, so I could see uh, Jansen getting like a seventh, uh, maybe not seven, eight, probably eighth inning, you know, kind of stint where the Dodgers have a healthy lead. Um, if if the you know, a game game script kind of teased that up for him. I could see him coming in just to just to see how he's doing, uh, see if he's he's got it in live game action, see if he can build back up some of that trust and, and show he is uh, the Kenley Jensen of old. So, yep. yeah, yeah. I uh, additionally I picked the Dodgers. I picked them in six just because of how scary Ian Anderson looks on the mound um, as an NL East fan of another team. That is a scary thing to watch. Uh, he has sh- <laughs> not a lot of run in the playoffs, so that's not fun. But for Braves fans, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's very exciting. Acuna and Freeman are going to do their thing for a game as well. So I think they take two games, but I have the Dodgers in six with my MVP pick as Corey Seager. He is really going to – I think people lost a lot of faith in him once he had, like, the Tommy John surgery and they, the Dodgers mm-hmm. had to go pick up Machado. But I have Corey Seager exploding onto the scene. He had a sneaky good season this year. Yeah, and that, that's uh, – Corey Seager's one of those guys. I think he's pretty defensive uh, heavy in his in his metrics for as far as, like, the value he adds. And uh, But it's not flashy defense. It's not Alderton Simmons. It's just good positioning. He does a great job, shows up every day kind of player. But he, he's got he's got flash. He, he can show up at, at times, so. Yeah, and uh, for everybody else out there, David has selected the Atlanta Braves. He's high on them, his preseason World Series winner. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, he has them in seven. So he's expecting a really good series there. And he's got Dansby Swanson as the MVP pick, which is, I think is a good one. Uh, Swanson really came into mm-hmm. his own this year. Yeah, solid pick. He's showing that he deserves to be a number one overall selection. On the other side of things, the ALCS. Uh, I'll start off with my kind of thoughts on this one. I, I really do think that 
Uh, Lance McCullers is going to have a great start at some point. So they're going to win a game. The Astros are going to win a game like that. Their bats are going to win them another game. And then they're going to win a game just based on like the Rays making mistakes. And um, so they're going to, they're going to win three games. Um, but unfortunately you need to win four in this series. <laughs> so I have the Rays in seven and uh, I'm going to have Blake Snell as my MVP pick there. Um, I'm really excited about this one. Um, but I, th- I think it's the Rays' time to shine this year. So my World Series matchup, I would love to see Dodgers-Rays. Big money versus no money. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And for those who are interested in um, the MLB Players Union and, and uh, players' rights and things like that, someone pointed out in the Tampa Bay Yankees series, the Yankees shelled out for a player. And uh, the Rays are the ones paying minimum wage to Blake Snell. So uh, if you want, you can see the Yankees as the hero, uh, which in this case you can also do for the Dodgers uh, if they end up playing the Rays in the World Series. But anyway, I digress. It's interesting that you see that strong start from McCullers because he's going to be going up against Blake Snell. So it'll be interesting to see who who ends up winning that one. I think Snell's going to falter in one of his probably two starts. I think this game is going to go for six games, but I, I fully expect... Uh, Charlie Morton, former Astro, to pitch well against the Astros. I'm, I'm excited to see him get that chance. And Tyler Glass now has looked amazing. So I think uh, those two each win their starts. Um, and then Blake Snell will probably win uh, his second start. I, I think it'll go for six games. But Astros, I'm, I'm interested to see how um, Jose Urquidy uh, comes out in the series. He didn't do too great against Oakland. He gave up four homers in his in his start. So wow. uh, we'll have to see. Zach Granke gave up a couple of homers as well. You you can see the the backbone of the the Astros pitching staff was supposed to be uh, Justin Verlander, who who is uh, getting Tommy John. So um, it's it's kind of impressive the Astros have run this deep. But uh, we'll have to see how their offense shows up and if they can carry them. Uh, do some damage against Charlie Morton and uh, Glasnow if, if the Astros are going to win this thing. But I I think the Rays show up and they take it. So, yeah. Yeah, and they just have too many arms. <laughs> they, they do. They're scary. They do. They're the scariest team left, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and they have so much depth, uh, which is going to be which is going to be important for um, if anybody's, you know, showing a hint of, of um, not doing too well from these short rest, you know, quick turnaround games. The, the Rays have the depth to cover it. So I, I think it'll it'll go a long way. Uh, I also put my series MVP as a Rosa Reina. I think he'll just continue to mash through, um, mash his way through the Astros lineup all the way to the World Series. So. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then uh, David has also picked the Tampa Bay Rays. He uh, is predicting the end of the Houston Astros uh, reign here as he did last episode um, where he says he doesn't know how much further they're going to get but he thought they were gonna he was the only one that picked the Houston Astros and he's gonna have Tyler Glasnow his as his MVP so we'll see how it goes um like yeah this 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 team is really good (laughs) really really good yeah yeah uh but uh yeah that's it what was planned for the show but yeah thanks Carrie yeah, thanks for thanks for sticking a quick preview in here. It's always exciting to to do these little check-ins throughout the playoffs, and we'll have to do a preview leading up to the World Series, which will definitively be the Rays versus the Dodgers. And my prediction. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. We'll we'll see how David fares, but <laughs> at least it's not the at least it's not the Astros. That that'll be the key. At least it's not the Astros. <laughs> That's really the thing I'm cheering for at this point. <laughs> All right, thanks, Gary.